Something he realized was the thing that had woken him. Someone was calling his name. Connor. He felt a rush of panic, his guts twisting. Had it followed him? Had it somehow stepped out of the nightmare and... Don't be stupid, he told himself. You're too old for monsters. And he was. He turned thirteen just last month. Monsters were for babies. Monsters were for bedwetters. Monsters were for... Connor! There it was again. Connor swallowed. It had been an unusually warm October, and his window was still open. Maybe the curtains shushing each other in the small breeze could have sounded like... Connor! All right, it wasn't the wind. It was definitely a voice. But not one he recognised. It wasn't his mother's, that was for sure. It wasn't a woman's voice at all. And he wondered for a crazy moment if his dad had somehow made a surprise trip from America and arrived too late to phone and gone. No, not his dad. This voice had a quality to it. A monstrous quality. Wild and untamed. Then he heard a heavy creak of wood outside as if something gigantic was stepping across a timber floor. He didn't want to go and look, but at the same time, a part of him wanted to look more than anything. Wide awake now, he pushed back the covers, got out of bed, and went over to the window. In the pale half-light of the moon, he could clearly see the church tower up on the small hill behind his house, the one with the train tracks curving beside it. Two hard steel lines glowing dully in the night. The moon shone, too, on the graveyard attached to the church, filled with tombstones you could hardly read any more. Connor could also see the great yew tree that rose from the centre of the graveyard, a tree so ancient it almost seemed to be made of the same stone as the church. He only knew it was a yew because his mother had told him. First when he was little, to make sure he didn't eat the berries— which were poisonous, and again this past year, when she'd started staring out of their kitchen window with a funny look on her face, and saying, That's a yew tree, you know. And then he heard his name again. Connor! Like it was being whispered in both his ears. What? Connor said, his heart thumping, suddenly impatient for whatever was going to happen. A cloud moved in front of the moon, covering the whole landscape in darkness, and a whoosh of wind rushed down the hill and into his room, billowing the curtains. He heard the creaking and cracking of wood again, groaning like a living thing, like the hungry stomach of the world growling for a meal. Then the cloud passed, and the moon shone again, on the yew tree, which now stood firmly in the middle of his back garden. And here was the monster. As Connor watched, the uppermost branches of the tree gathered themselves into a great and terrible face, shimmering into a mouth and nose and even eyes, peering back at him. Other branches twisted around one another, always creaking, always groaning, until they formed two long arms and a second leg to set down beside the main trunk. 
The rest of the tree gathered itself into a spine and then a torso, the thin needle-like leaves weaving together to make a green furry skin that moved and breathed as if there were muscles and lungs underneath. Already taller than Connor's window, the monster grew wider as it brought itself together, filling out to a powerful shape, one that looked somehow strong, somehow mighty. It stared at Connor the whole time, and he could hear the loud, windy breathing from its mouth. It set its giant hands on either side of his window, lowering its head until its huge eyes filled the frame, holding Connor with its glare. Connor's house gave a little moan under its weight, and then the monster spoke. Connor O'Malley, it said, a huge gust of warm, compost-smelling breath rushing through Connor's window, blowing his hair back.